Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Arganissima, New York. Well, well, folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel and iHealth Radio Hurricane H here. New guest, new show, new day, new topic, uh, an interesting topic uh, and dear to my heart uh, for many reasons. Uh, I do have uh, family members who have been afflicted with some uh, chronic problems, uh, one being diabetes, <laughs> and we'll talk about that. And the topic of today really can touch a lot on, on on the diabetes subject because of the the content that we're going to share with you guys and again i'm trying to be mysterious for a minute uh just to get a little bit of juice and get some excitement going here <laughs> so so bear with me as usual uh but so my guest today uh has a very diversified background and uh she's a, a leader a founder uh of a uh, a whole concept and we're gonna have her share with us that concept but before that of course we're gonna talk about her background and everything so i have with me today Dr. Rita Marie Loscazo, and she is uh, a nutritional endocrinologist. Uh, she has her own institute that, that deals with this. That's her business, I believe. And she'll tell us more about that. But but her story began a long time ago, uh, you know, when she was young, much younger in terms of education and uh, experienced her own uh, self, uh, some some medical uh issues and 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 it took her you know uh, just a uh, a strength to make a difference and and then just basically made she made a difference <laughs> so doctor how are you welcome to the show welcome to the channel and the radio well thank you i'm i'm very excited and i'm doing fine and well today thank you for having me on the show our pleasure my pleasure so doctor first first things first uh you know i i can never do justice to people and so therefore the best person to give me the right introduction would be you about yourself and your background so share with us a little bit about your history and uh, where it all started and what drove you to to where you are today and 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 into this particular world absolutely so it all started when my health fell apart when i was in my 20s mid 20s and i had been you know living the good life up till then the standard american diet and then i went graduated college and i started a job where i got to take customers out to lunch and eat foods at restaurants on the company and uh I exploited that, so to speak, just because it was fun, right? And I found my health falling apart. I found myself with brain fog. It was, nobody talked about brain fog back in the 1980s, but it was like, I'd be talking to people and I'd be like trying to focus on what they were saying and not being able to. And I thought I wasn't tired because I always had lots of energy, but I was on caffeine and sugar all day long to keep me going. Otherwise I would fall asleep on the way home from, um, from work. And I found myself with stomach problems and sinus problems and a whole host of things. And I went to all the different specialists to try to get help. And I found myself with this big pile of medications, right? Steroids for the sinuses and Valium for my headaches and what else? Uh, ulcer medications for my stomach. And then they started doing procedures where they froze out the membranes, the turbinates in my nose, thinking that was going to help my sinuses. And, and it all just like kept piling up and nothing getting better. And finally, when I I woke up when my doctor, the gastroenterologist I had visited because of the stomach pain, he said, hey, the good news is the scopes came back. Everything's fine. You don't have an ulcer. I'm like, great. Now that's really good news. But why do I double over in pain every time I eat a meal? Because as well, we don't know. I said, so what do I do about it? He goes, well, just take ulcer medication. Keep taking the ulcer because he'd already prescribed ulcer medication. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm 25, right? I'm on all these medications. 25-year-olds shouldn't be on all these medications. What is it going to be like when I'm 50 or 60 or 70? I'm going to be completely fallen apart. So I asked him a question that just popped in my head. Could it be my diet? Because I knew I had a pretty bad diet. And he was like, 
no mm. diet has nothing to do with it. And at that point, you know, I said, well, diet may not have anything to do with my headaches or my sinuses or my brain fog, but I bet it has something to do with my stomach because doesn't the food have to go through there? And he just said, oh, no, no, it doesn't have to just, just drink lots of milk and eat lots of dairy products to coat your stomach and take the ulcer medication. So that point I was like, something's wrong with this picture. Something's wrong with this system. And I started looking for alternatives and it was before the internet, before shows like this and before podcasts. And I had to go to the library and, you know, just start digging out books and okay. And I finally, you know, learned some things and changed my diet and changed my lifestyle. And I got better. I, I discovered fasting and cleansing and liver food. And I was like, wow, why is it so hard? And I had a background in computers, so I'm a problem solver. I'm a like, you know, figure it out. I'm like, okay, this has to be easier than what I went through to try to figure this out for me. So I quit my job and went back to school. And I got my degrees in uh, chiropractic, acupuncture, herbal medicine, a system called HeartMath for the mind-body, um, and whatever else I could get my hands on, I was learning, right? And so that was 30 some years ago. And now I'm like, I'm online and I've, I'm helping tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people take charge of their own health, right? And empowering them through knowing how to take care of their health so that they either don't get that, those kinds of problems, or they learn how to reverse those problems. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a, a very, very abbreviated, you know, uh, very abbreviated <laughs> you know, history in, in a very concise way. So, so, but it's a lot of stuff. I mean, well, first of all, I, again, I, I want to say this, uh, and I am always impressed that, that I hear, I've heard similar stories where people get stuck and they can't figure out a solution and the best way they do. And that, that, the main thing that they do that makes a difference is they go and do the research and not only to do the research, you took it the other step. I mean, you went back to school to learn more and be an expert in the matter. Uh, and I think that is, that is just, you know, tremendous because uh, sometimes you went to doctors, various doctors, different medicines, different treatments, different, you know, uh, uh, diagnosis, prognosis, all this, but, but you were not satisfied and you did not get, the, the results you wanted. And, and you, to your point, you said it 25. I mean, if this is today, how is it going to be in the future? And, and yet, I mean, if you were on medication for all these years, I mean, they do have side effects and, you know, no, no offense to, to medications. I mean, we want them, they're good, they help, but, but if it's continuous, there's, there's always some, some, you know, it gives you one thing it may take something else, right. You know, there's always that. Uh, so it's a, it's a risk, but, but, you know, you looked at it from a different angle. And, and even when you asked the question to the, the gastro doctor and, 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 and you asked about, is it food? And it, I, I guess at the time the understanding was, it's not, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, time has, you know, you know, we had a, a real evolution in the medicine and, and nutrition and all these, these holistic and, and different, you know, uh, uh, forms of, of healing. I think, you know, 30, 40 years ago, I mean, you know, even 20 years ago, the medicine is different from today and the concepts are different. I'm discovering concepts, you know, throughout the shows, you know, almost on a regular basis now that I wasn't even familiar with, or at least I wasn't exposed right. to, right. You know, we all know, uh, modern medicine, Western medicine, and we know a little bit about Eastern medicine and, you know, ancient medicine, holistic stuff. But we don't know the details about it. And you took it to the next level. And it's funny you made the, the, the analogy. Well, not the analogy, the reality that you went to libraries. And maybe people listening to the show is like, what is a library? What is a library? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny. But, but you know, that's where we were, you know, going to get books and, and, and you know, get, you know, uh, resources. I mean, obviously, before Google, before all the, 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 the search engines, we didn't have that, you know. Right. And uh, But it was, you know, you pick up a book and you read the book and you got to do your research and I mean, obviously, there are still libraries here. That's just a joke. Uh, being we live in the modern age of technology and the internet, but um, again, the world right now is is accessible to all knowledge yeah. and information. And even to your point, you mentioned podcasts and shows and you know programs. Yeah. Now this is bringing it to the people in their home at on, on while they're driving, whatever you can listen to podcasts anywhere right now. Watch them on mm -hmm. online YouTube and all these uh, you know platforms. So so so, but you took that. You know, and then you also specialize in, in the types of, of services of medicine, medicinal services, such as chiropractic, acupuncture. These are holistic, you know, type of, you know, approaches more of the traditional, you know, uh, 
type of, of uh, you know, treatments or forms of treatment. And, and then you added the nutrition piece to it, right? Uh, in the beginning of the, the, the show, I mentioned, you know, about uh, endocrinology. <laughs> and uh, we laughed you and I earlier about that word because it's, it's a little bit of a trickier word. Okay. <laughs> I think I did okay. <laughs> did well. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, but we talked about that. But then you took that concept and, you know, you really took the nutritional piece into it. Then yes. you founded your own uh, institute to talk about this. And you just said yourself that you help hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people on a regular basis to find their balance. You even treated things, you know, uh, use different concepts, such as you said, it, uh, like fasting. Today, we hear about intermittent fasting and there's, there's a whole, uh, you know, a wave of fasting, you know, uh, diets and forms that, are, that is available to people. And a lot of people are following these things. Yeah. So, so before we get into the nutritional and the diet piece of it, uh, if you don't mind, doctor, if you want to just share with us a little bit about the concept of the endocrine, you know, health, you know, which is basically, you know, what I kind of referred to earlier, I just mentioned diabetes as one because that 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 comes from the same concept. Uh, if you want to just give us some a little yeah. bit of an expenditure on, on that uh, in, in terms of like the different types of, you know, problems that can happen from this particular, you know, uh, concept and, uh, you know, the glands and all the stuff that's impacted. Yeah. So here's the thing, nutritional endocrinology. Endocrinology is the study of hormones. And when people think about hormones, unfortunately, they go right to the bedroom and they say, oh, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. They say hot flashes and mood swings and PMS and, you know, in uh, what's right, erectile dysfunction. Those are all endocrinology kinds of things. And that's what people think about. But, you know, there's, there's hormones that control everything in the body endocrine system is actually the master controller. There's hormones that control all of the things I just mentioned, the reproductive function, the sex, the sex drive, but there's also all the hormones that control your metabolic rate. There's the hormones that control the uptake of glucose from the cells into the cells so that they can make energy. And that's where we were talking diabetes earlier. Mm -hmm. There's the hormones that control your stress response, your fear response from the adrenal glands, cortisol, adrenaline. There's other hormones that control the digestion. And there's actually, I know about 28 different hormones that control digestion. And people don't think about the digestive tract as an endocrine system. And it is, it has more hormones than almost anything else. There's hormones that control cardiac function, that control kidney function, that control immune system function, that control the brain and on, the, the immune system and on and on and on, right? So there's hormones that control all of it. And really what hormones are, these little messengers that gets secreted from one place and have a more wide reaching effect. They travel through the bloodstream, they find their way to a target, and then they have an effect, whether it's, oh, make the metabolism faster, make the metabolism slower, secrete some hormones or secrete some things that are gonna help protect us, race, make the heart race faster so you can run away from a tiger, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what the endocrine system is. So endocrinology is the study of hormones and nutritional endocrinology is how do you use nutrition to affect the hormones, to balance the hormones and to make those hormones work right. When I say nutrition, I almost, I use that word a little loosely because I think about nutrition as everything that we put in and on the body. Now, what does that mean? Well, yeah, obviously food and nutrients, that's nutrition, herbs and things like that. But what else is part of nutritional endocrinology is the other things. What do we put in here? What are we listening to that's creating fear? What are we putting in our heart? How are we feeling you know, about things? Are we meditating? Are we having a positive outlook? Are we moving the body? All of those things affect the endocrine system either positively or negatively. And when you mentioned earlier fasting, for years, I didn't tell anybody that I did fasting to get myself better. I didn't tell anybody because people thought that meant you were anorexic, right? So the few people that I did tell, you know, they were accusing me of being anorexic and saying I needed some help. And, and that wasn't the case. So when we look at fasting now, it's like everybody, oh, fasting, like it's something new. I've been doing it for 35 years. People have been doing it for eons, right? As, as a spiritual ritual, mm -hmm. as a healing ritual. So it's now okay. It's socially acceptable to talk about fasting, whether you mean long-term fasting, intermittent fasting, or just some people, it's just fasting between dinner and breakfast. 
right? Because a lot of people don't, quite frankly. So all of those things affect your hormones in positive or negative ways. And that's what I work with people and teach health practitioners how to work with this stuff and make a real big difference. Wow. Well, first of all, <laughs> you know, that, that's a lot of, you know, a lot to digest, you know, talking about digestive system. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to digest. And, and you just, for me personally, I mean, that's an eye opener because I, I too, I was limited to what, what some of the endocrinologists, you know, uh, you know, problems would be, you know, in terms of uh, maybe limited to diabetes, to thyroid, you know, things like that, but then think about it, maybe some brain function, you know, like to your point, like the basics, like the estrogens and, uh, you know, the, all, all the, 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 the usual stuff, but right. not really to the level that you described it, you know, uh, just the digestive system itself. I, I wouldn't have thought about that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> well, you discovered that, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that more now because you had that problem and certainly your formulas and all the stuff may have helped you, uh, you know, get over all those, uh, the, the treatment that you had for your stomach and the ulcers and all these, these things. But but really, like, I don't know, probably people will be like, huh, I didn't know that's a hot moment for me, because I didn't hear this before. Um, again, we don't know all the stuff about how the body functions, unless we're a biologist, right? <laughs> or right. maybe in a and even then we don't because there's new stuff. Leptin is a hormone that was just discovered in the 1990s. That's not that long ago, right? And leptin is an appetite control hormone produced by, guess what? Not a gland, by fat cells, there right? And then its sister, brother, whoever you want to call it, ghrelin is produced by the stomach and it controls the, it, it, they balance each other. So all of those things, and they were just recently discovered. What are we going to discover next decade? You know, I'm so glad to have these shows because I, I, there's not even a dumb moment in those shows. I've always learned things since at the beginning of the programs. And I, I, I continue every day learning new things. And I love it. I mean, uh, it's never too late to learn things. And there's always new things to learn. And that's Absolutely. amazing. Uh, so, so, so you, we, we, you briefly mentioned about like the, 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 the diabetes, the hormones and then the, the metabolism, like the, the thyroid, right? Hyper, yeah. hypo, all these things, which is a, a very, I think more common. These two are like more common than, than maybe other types of, um, I guess, uh, disorders or, or chronic diseases. Uh, cause I, I think a lot of people, I mean, my family, I have, my wife has actually thyroid, you know, problems and my mom, like I mentioned earlier, uh, she's diabetic. And I know a lot of people that have to save and they have to take medication for these things to regulate. Um, and, and again, there's, there's other types of, of situations. And, you know, I had a, uh, a few shows about psychiatry and, and we've talked about the cortisols and, and the other things that, that potentially can be just yeah. as, as serious, you know, and, and important at the same time. So, so it's, uh, it's just amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so, so, so your concept, so you went and you started this, this whole program and is there a, uh, uh, an actual, uh, step-by-step -step guide to the program? Is it something that someone can, uh, become a member of how does your program work? How do you help people today uh, through the Institute? Yeah. So the Institute is where I teach health practitioners. And yes, we have a system that we take people through the nutritional endocrinology method. And it's a way to look at people and understand what's going on and then hierarchically fix things. Right. So for example, if someone comes in and says, Hey, I'm having hot flashes. Can you help me? The typical approach is let's test your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. Let's see what's out of balance and then give you hormones, whether it's conventional medicine or whether it's bioidentical hormones through somebody that's more natural. And what happens there is they're not asking the, the, the most important question in the universe. Do you want to know what the most important question in the universe is? I don't. <laughs> you don't? Why? Why? Because I never asked, I guess. <laughs> because well, that's, the, that's the question. That is the most important question that you can ask. Why? Why is this happening? Why are your hot flashes out of balance? Your conventional medical approach would be to say, because you're 50 years old. And that's what happens at 50 years old. You go through menopause, you have all these symptoms, and we just need to give you some hormones or some medications or some anti-anxieties or whatever to help you get better but they don't ask why are your hormones out of balance from a different perspective? Because yes, at menopause, estrogens go down, the ovaries shut down. We can't make babies anymore, but that doesn't mean we have to shut down our lives and become miserable. 
the normal menopause, if you were to look at cultures that are not like so sophisticated and westernized as ours and have so much uh, opportunity for toxicity and processed food and all this, they don't have a word for menopause as being a medical condition. Menopause means your menstruation ceases. Mm -hmm. It's not a disease condition. But here in the Western world, we look at menopause as a condition, a, a pathological condition. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. When I tell people that I never had a single hot flash, that I didn't have anxiety when menopause started, that I didn't have sleepless nights, that the sheets didn't get wet and sweaty, they don't, they're like, huh? Isn't that normal? But no, it's not. It's abnormal. It's, it's, it's normal for somebody who's out of balance. So why do you have menopausal symptoms? Yeah, we all go through the menopause, some people later than others. I have friends who are close to 60 and they haven't gone through menopause yet, right? I was around 50. That's more like the average, mm -hmm. but we all go through it. But how we go through it makes a difference and how well nourished we are and how, how our stress levels are, the environment and toxicity, all that stuff plays in. So when I see somebody who has hot flashes, I'm asking why. I'm not satisfied with because you're 50. Like what underlying things? And what I find is that there's a pyramid of body function that supports the next level and the next level. And at the base of that pyramid are two different things. One, we, both of them we touched on, digestion and blood sugar. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have balanced digestion and blood sugar, your thyroid can't get balanced, your adrenals can't get balanced, your sex hormones can't get balanced, your kidneys can't get balanced, because you have to have proper nutrient absorption and assimilation, and you have to have proper energy metabolism in order for everything to work. So when I ask, why is your why is why you're having hot flashes? I'm asking questions. So, well, right below that would be, well, is there, do they have a thyroid problem? Do they have an adrenal problem? Do they have a blood sugar imbalance? Do they have a, um, a digestive problem? And we work on underlying symptoms. Yes, as, a, as an herbalist, I can say, try these herbs or that herbs or these nutrients, but those are band-aids, right? Those are similar to just giving a medication to, for the symptoms. We want to go deeper. What I find is when we go deeper and we balance the body and get rid of the toxicities and get the digestion working and get the blood sugar balanced, everything else starts to get into balance. Well, I mean, it's, it, you're making it sound very easy, <laughs> but, but it's not, I don't, I don't think it's that as, as easy as it, it sounds, but it could be, it should be, uh, if people take the necessary steps. Uh, and you said it, I mean, the why takes us to the root cause, you know, and, cause. and then that, you know, ultimately now you know how to treat it from the source, not to your point, just, you know, to, you know, to cosmetically just camouflage it and cover it. Exactly. You know? And, you know, exactly. just like putting, uh, you said the bandaid, just like putting Tylenol and stop with a little bit of migraine, but it's not, say, it's not telling you where the problem is. It's just kind of exactly. telling your brain, hey, there's nothing going on, but it's still going on. So, right. Uh, right. so, so, so you mentioned these concepts. And so I, I usually kind of say these three words or like I, I use and, uh, um, which was like exercise, nutrition and detoxification. Uh, you know, those three concepts. So, so my, my question to you in that is that we talked nutrition, uh, you talk even like if you put in some, some, uh, acupuncture, uh, chiropractic, all that stuff, how does it all apply together? If you were to, uh, put it in, in, in perspective. Okay. So here I have this concept, I call it the freedom pillars. And you mentioned some of them. I call it the freedom pillars. Cause I think it's at the base of all of us being healthy. And freedom, because if it's body freedom, means you're not encumbered by, I can't go, I can't go out and hike because my hip hurts and I can't do this because I have a headache or I can't do that because I'm tired. Then when you get these pillars in balance and the, the organs and the glands just naturally get imbalanced. So the, the freedom pillars are fun, restful sleep, environment, mm. exercise, diet, outlook and mindfulness that spells freedom and when you can balance those concepts when you can get good sleep and you can get your stress under control and you have some kind of mindfulness practice and you eat well for you not just the like the general humans should eat this diet or that there's no such thing it's like what's right for you when you get those things in balance everything starts to change 
And I see this all the time in my clients. So you asked, do I have a system, a process? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is what the process is to take people through balancing each of those and then looking at the digestion and the blood sugar and looking at, well, the diet plays big part in that. The exercise plays a big part in that. So when we get those things balanced, there might be a little extra tweaks we have to do to get some of those other symptoms that people present with working. But if you don't get those balanced, you just kind of keep hitting your head against the wall. Well, uh, balance is everything, right? And, exactly. And, 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 you know, it's, it's amazing that your process, I mean, I, I love actually the acronym, the freedom thing. <laughs> I mean, you're really taking people to their freedom and that's awesome, right? <laughs> you, you know, and, and freedom, the best thing we can have is when you have, you know, body, mind, soul, everything is, is in a good, you know, balance and, and really in the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I mean, the topic is so exciting. We can talk about different angles here. I mean, we can branch out in, in, in almost every direction here. Uh, and, in your expertise, I mean, obviously you were the first one that, that started this, even for yourself. I mean, you certainly benefited yourself and you used some of those practices to share also with others. Uh, so going back to your personal experience, uh, you use the, the general medicine with the meds and everything, but then you discovered all these new ways of treating your own you know, chronic problems and, and you were able to remove them. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've applied all these concepts and you know, and 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 you've been the standing <laughs> sample and example for all of, everybody to see. Like I did this, I've been through this. It's not just like you know right. some theory. It's a practical, you know. And I'm the living, breathing person in front of you that did this. And that's that's actually a, a real testimony because sometimes we have doubts and there's skeptics. And today we hear a lot of different things, right? There's yeah. so many ways of diets and and nutritional formats and so on. But frankly. Um, all these things lead to the same thing. I mean, I think everybody is trying to get to that same point of freedom, right. the same of health, to the same you know uh, uh, outcome where we can live healthier, happier, and longer. Uh, and you know, because at the end of the day, I mean, that's the other thing. You, we all live a certain time of you know life. I mean, there's life ends eventually, but but the way you go through it and how long you can be in a viable you know and 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 really a live mode and, and just kick right. it and happy and stuff. That's the difference because some people yeah. tend to keep that for a longer term. Some people tend to have uh, early on issues and problems, and therefore their their life becomes more difficult as they age. And that's that's actually really what it is and 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 you mentioned something uh, earlier about menopause for example as an example uh, that's for the ladies more, more specifically but even for the guys there's there's similarities there's similarities yeah exactly there's similarities where you know and the body's changed also and your 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 testosterone is not the same and levels are not the same and now you have differences in how you behave in whole life your reaction your metabolism you know changes uh, you know like a younger you know a uh, guy like you know when i was 20 is different when i am today <laughs> big difference right uh today i you know my metabolism is not burning as fast as, I, as it did before and it's just you know it you feel it but the nutrition part you know the the activities the way you apply things the way you live makes a big difference yeah. and so your your choices i think in terms of lifestyle uh, and that includes healthy eating your practices and all these things yep uh learning about new concepts you talked about fasting fasting is awesome i fast i mean i i i i had the privilege of doing fasting since i was a kid because of religious beliefs Mm, (laughs) but 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 certainly i i've also learned you know the concept of fasting not just because of that i've seen the results of it and it is it is it works because because yeah. I, I I'm used to doing 14, 15, up to 17 hours in one day, especially when we do the fasting, right? And and in that time frame, you you do you're literally in one month, you know, for us is one month's worth of fasting. Uh, you know, for just just to clarify, not not 30 days nonstop. We do eat, right? But but during the time frame, but you, you know, do the, these intermittent fasts for a whole month. Yeah. Well, it, it's the religious aspect of the religious, uh, we, right? Yeah, it's Ramadan, and so it, so we do from sunrise to sunset. But during that time, in, in the summer months, I mean, you're talking about 18 hours or more. I personally do almost 24 hours because I eat once, and yeah. Month. So yeah. I eat once, and then you know throughout the day, there's nothing, there's no water, and you still do your activities, so your body really kicks in. But then what I notice is that your liver function, everything gets much better because it has enough time to detox and and, mm-hmm. and just kind of shred everything that is not good for you. And you cannot, mm-hmm. and you picky at food. Then you just cannot eat junk because you only eat the right stuff. You just want the best nutrients to have to keep you for the day. So you're not really like you know on on a typical day. I can snack, you know, a donut here. I'm just I'm just don't don't quote 
bought me. I do, I do this every day. But, but you know, we all kind of crave things, right? You see something, you just kind of like, okay, I crave this. And a sugar rush, you get that, you know, feeling like I want to have a sweet tooth. Let me have some chocolate, whatever. Sometimes we do that. Now, I don't eat a lot of junk food or like, you know, um, I guess processed food. I mean, I try to do meals home and then, you know, that's good. But we all do eat outside, for example, right? And and those are some things that everybody does. I mean, we live in a culture that is a consuming, you know, a uh, consumer culture. We go out and we love to enjoy, you know, a nice meal, whatever. But but you said it earlier, when you were still in your early on in the career and you were going to those dinners and lunches, you know, it was on the company and stuff and you had fun. I've been through that road. Trust me, I know exactly what you feel. Yeah. It, it's fun because, you know, these dinners come in and you can choose and eat all you want and all this stuff. But you're right. Eventually, it takes a toll on, on it takes the takes a toll. And I was lucky that it took a toll so young, I feel, because I could have continued that for a few more decades and then ended up with much more serious issues. And quite frankly, I don't do that anymore because it's not worth it. Right. I love how I feel now and it ain't worth it. So I, I've given that kind of thing up. Because I've seen that when I did that and when I did it and then I went away from it and did it again, I didn't like how I felt. So I haven't even gone down that path, but it's very, very, um, I think it's, it's really helpful when you can make those choices younger than older, but I've still seen people start to make changes in their seventies and just completely improve their health. Well, it's never too late. That's one. No, right? it's so never too late. It, now is the time, right? You begin whenever you're able to and when you can. Right. Some you people, know, some people, for example, may not see this until they get a problem. Something goes wrong. And yeah. now they realize, oops, what's up? Right. <laughs> you know, this is not right. And now they go to doctors and, it, and to your point, the same experience goes. I mean, uh, we love our doctors, but, but, you know, when you have medicines and tests and this and that, and you have to keep going back and forth, uh, it, it, you know, it doesn't help, you know, and eventually you realize there's gotta be some more. And you know what? I've had so many uh, guests from different walks of life and, and, and experiences, but they all had one common element, which is they all made that change. Yeah, they took the stands. They, 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 you know, the stand. They, they, they made the change in their life and a commitment, and they moved from you know to a holistic or a, a more natural approach, and yeah. and and their life has flourished since that that moment. And but again, I think that one of the key messages here that it's never too late. That's you know, totally right. your body, the body is resilient enough and can make a difference if you treat it right and if you turn things i mean best example people smoke for example or what they used to smoke as soon as you stop smoking your your body starts shifting back and, and get better and better and better so it takes a little time so depending yeah. on how long you smoke whatever but same thing alcohol all these things even bad nutrition right we eat junk right. and sugar and stuff I, I i had uh one one of the shows the other day i mentioned something about myself there was one year in my life where I just didn't care and started just eating food. And, you know, I was just lazy. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, coach potatoes sitting there and just watching TV and just snacking. I gained so much weight. I, mm. you know, my knees were hurting, you know, I had ulcers. It was, it was just, just getting bad one year. That's all it took. Right. It's so it doesn't take long at all. Oh yeah, it wasn't, it was bad. I mean, it's funny because you can gain so much weight in very little time and it's very difficult to lose that weight. It takes a long time to do, you know, and not just losing it. I mean, it's exercise it's you know, really knowing the diets, knowing what to do. You have to be like really controlling your cravings and stuff. I even tried uh, hypnosis to help and it did, you know? Uh, so, so there's, there were so many ways, you know, people can do uh, things to change, but yes. you have to commit to the change and you have to also seek the resources such as yours. Yeah. You know, yeah. now I know your system and the Institute is for the, is for the actual providers or the, 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 the medical mm -hmm. folks, but, but you also service, you know, people, customers oh, yeah. in general. Oh yeah. So, so let's talk about that experience about you know, just the common folks, you know, who actually want to seek that advice and make the leap, make the change and re become better health wise and, and feeling well, and, and, and just really yeah. uh, leading a nice lifestyle, a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because the process I take people through, the first thing is I have them identify their big why. I don't know if you've watched Simon Sinek, his TED Talk, very famous TED Talk, but getting in touch with their big why, because when you're making changes, you know, you're like, I just want to sit on the couch and eat Cheetos, right? <laughs> At this point, and, right? And knowing, <laughs> knowing like, why not? 
So if your big why is that your fingers are all crumpled up and you can't play the piano anymore and you want to be able to play the piano or you have no energy to play with the grandkids when they come over or you used to play tennis and you loved it and you want to do that again or you want to go hiking with your partner and you know you don't have the energy right now whatever your big why is for getting your health back and we have to keep tuning back into that tuning back into that when those cheetos are sitting there staring you in the face or the chocolate cake you're thinking mm. what do i want most and there's an expression that one of my clients said to me, and I quote it all the time, is don't exchange what you want most for what you want in the moment. And in the moment, that chocolate cake is going to look way better than the salad. But in the long run, that salad's going to take you down the path because that chocolate cake is going to create an addictive tendency to just want more chocolate and more whatever. And it's not going to get you to where you want to go. So I start people with getting in touch with their why, their big why, and where they want to go. And then we look at their pillars. We look at what are they doing? One of the first things I give people to do is have some fun every day. Because so many people, their only fun is sitting on the couch watching TV and eating the junk food because they've had this long, hard day. When you build in fun, it's one of the pillars. And most people have left that behind. And they go, wow. And I did this experiment when we had a group and they were, we went, spent a month on other things, you know, but the real thing was you have to have something, do something fun every day and post it to the Facebook group. And we had people showing scarves they were knitting and paintings they were making. One lady got Lego sets and was building Legos and, you know, and the, and the, the, the change in their attitude, the change in their health, their change in their commitment to healthy habits, the healthy eating habits, et cetera, was so much enhanced by just incorporating something fun every day. So that's something we start with and getting a good night's sleep is super important. And so many people just like drive, 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 and they're getting four to six hours of sleep a night and you can't have a healthy body that way. So we work on those basics and we work on the diet. We work on drinking water. How do you drink your plenty of water every day? <laughs> and all that stuff that makes a huge difference. And it start with little habits and every single choice you make matters. So keeping that in mind, someone asked me on a podcast I was on last week and they said, basically, um, where do you start? I'm like, okay, let's start small. Incorporate something green in every meal, whether it's some celery, some lettuce, some broccoli, some kale, sauteed with onions and garlic, whatever it is, but mm. incorporate everything, something green, every meal, and then start to expand on that. And then it starts to crowd out the other food and provide the balance in those B vitamins and the balance in all the other minerals that make you feel like you don't want the junk anymore. Well, well, doctor, I mean, you've touched on quite a few other items here. I mean, again, eating healthy is one thing, but living the lifestyle also the healthier lifestyle. Sleeping, for example, you mentioned that's a big deal. And I think, unfortunately, we all caught up with life and life happens, as I say, <laughs> and, and, you know, but we don't know how to balance it. And I'm talking yeah. about quality of life, uh, you know, work versus personal life, work versus taking your own time off and things like that. P I, I listen, I'm guilty too. I mean, there was a time in my career pad, I was like, you know, looking up to the, the, the top and wanting to get to my next level and next level. And so you do a lot of, you know, and again, the good news is you're a younger age, you have the energy and stamina to do that. And so you get, you know, little sleep and you work seven days a week and you don't take time off and stuff. But but that's not I've, I I came to you know to the conclusion that is not the right way to do it. So I eventually learned to balance life, and you know to know when I can drop my phone, not pick it up. Know when I have to go on vacation. There is no work. Know when I have to finish work, and tomorrow is another day. Stuff like that. But I see people that cannot control themselves, right. uh, and and there's other things that contribute to the same thing. Some now even bad habits. I mean, we're talking about technology earlier. Now with cell phones and, and tablets and, you know, social media, some people can stay, you know, up in front of that screen all night long. They can't even stop. I, I've had this discussion about my kids, for example. I mean, that's the new generation. And if we don't control them sometimes, you know, they just, they can stay, spend the whole night yeah. playing. And, yeah. you know, yeah. so the, everything is disastrous. So their eating habits are bad and everything is, is, is really going wrong. Uh, so these are all real factors that apply, you know, to each and every one. And I think uh, there's not enough discussion. And, you know, the more we hear about it, the more we share this message, I think it will help more people out there. And so that, that's just, for example, the sleep, but you said like even nutrition, 
you know, one little step, you said, one change. Mm -hmm. And all it takes, you know, you can build anything you want with small little pieces, right? Like a puzzle starts with one piece and then you can have a whole piece of art, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, anything, a painting is just with a stroke and next thing you have a a nice little, you know, Van Gogh going, right? (laughs) So so (laughs) it could be a lot of things, but that first start is the hard, the, the start, is always hard. The journey begins with one step, right? You start the step, you make it work. So there's also, you said about fun and activities and having a, a positive attitude, uh, you know, surround sometimes, and this is more like in, in, in the mental state, but, but sometimes we surround ourselves with negativity and, you know, get, you know, really caught up in all that chunk stuff. And then that affects us. And then like the mood yeah. is down and now we start eating just because we're not happy. And then right. it, it just, it's just a bad deal. That's so right. all these, all these are concepts, you know, that add right. up. Yeah, they do. And that, that's the, O, that, that surrounding yourself by negative people, the outlook, how do you, do you have a positive outlook or a negative outlook? And if you're surrounding yourself by negative people, or you're listening to the news all the time, huh. you're going to get like, and your outlook becomes <laughs> of negativity and fear. And that doesn't, that's not conducive to health. It's not well, you know. It's funny you said news. No news is good news, right? <laughs> I know it means different things depending how you look at it. But, yeah, but, I like that though. It's a twist to it. I mean, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Listen, to news is depressing, right? I mean, it's always yeah. like somebody, you know, like one time asked me a question, like, "What? What's what's going on?" It was like, "It's just another day. People are, you know, sick. People are." killing each other is there's but trouble, people there's are loving work. each other too and we're no, not no. reporting that on exactly TV, right well, well, and it's not balanced there's there's people there's babies being born there's people loving on each other there's people getting married that doesn't make the front page news it's the shootings and the fear-based things that make <laughs> the news and so if we just stop and think that's a blip a little bit of what's really going on and let's celebrate and live in gratitude. Doctor, you know, it's funny, but, but you know how they say, right? If it bleeds, it leads, right? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the, the motto, right? But, but you know what? I, I actually, I can give you, a, I do this myself. I stopped watching the news. I don't watch the news. I really don't. I actually, when I'm finished to my day work and do my stuff, you know, I just relax, maybe put a nice little fun movie or whatever, just to relax my mind, just get my, like, I like space movies. So it takes me like to uh-huh. hold this, this, this sci-fi stuff. Not, yeah. It just, just take me out of the stuff. I also like driving, for example, I just drive. I can literally just drive for an hour just to relax and that's it. You know, I'm wow. just, you know, so, so think it gives me relax and just comfy yeah. and just zone yeah. out, right? Listen to music, but everybody has different, there's so many ways we can help each other and help ourselves, you know, in terms of the next step. And also like you have to, the outlook, right? The positive mindset, think of the stuff to you, to your point, we choose to see bad. We don't choose to see good. There's a lot of good around us. Uh, and, and that's, that's the other thing. So, so uh, that's just, the big picture but now going just to the topic of nutrition uh there's the other element of nutrition right so there's good stuff and bad stuff even in in, in the healthy stuff right i mean yeah. like the, there's the question like well what kind of food should i get is it the stuff that's sold in the marketplace or is it you know i have to go to a farm do i have to grow my own stuff i mean is it organic is not organic so so we have those things so in your opinion and i know those are semantics and some people can say well you know do I really want to do this right? I have to do it all this extreme, this extreme or, or are there ways to kind of ease yourself into it? And yes, you know, maybe there is a spectrum that you can, you know, utilize in there. So what is your recommendation when it comes to that? There is a spectrum. And we, a lot of times what gets us into trouble from a health perspective is that need to be perfect. So mm-hmm. it's that all or nothing. So I have to do the best. If not, I'm just going to keep doing my Cheetos. Right. But what can we do to replace those Cheetos? Right. What kind of things there's good, better, best. And this is something one of my um, favorite students come. She says, I just talked to my clients about good, better, best. Here's what you're doing now. Let's just go to good. And when you get good handle, let's go to better. And then we can go to best. You don't have to go right there. And maybe you never make it to best, but you're at least you're making improvements. So when we look at things, there's certain things I think everybody needs to avoid right? The processed, sugary, uh, hydrogenated oils and the chemicals and preservatives, we have found their neurotoxins, they're affecting, right? But there's, there's food, there's a real food, right? Real food doesn't have ingredients, it is an ingredient. So therefore, 
what do you have? Like, oh, these are things that I can make my meal out of. And they come from the ground. They come from trees. They, they, they're single ingredients, right? They're not packaged with, what does that say? Hmm. If you can't <laughs> pronounce it, don't put it in your body. Like really, unless you really are just, you know, English is your second language and you can't pronounce much of anything. If you can't, if you can't pronounce cantaloupe, you can still eat it. Okay. But <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's so many things in there that like, what is this? I don't have this in my kitchen as an ingredient. Typically, if you're reading something that has ingredients, you want those ingredients to be something that you would probably find in your cupboard or in your refrigerator if you were making it from scratch. Because yeah, we're busy. We don't always make things from scratch. But real food, getting rid of the processed stuff, the stuff you can't pronounce, the stuff with preservatives. Can you do organic? You can't do everything organic. It just is impossible to find and you'd be limited to a lot less variety. And the budget, you know, so you have to go with your budget and you can choose to get as much organic as you can, but start with getting the processed garbage out. The sugar, which is contributing to diabetes, to heart disease, to cancer, to liver problems, to gut microbiome problems, all that stuff. So we need to get those things out. And then looking at, I like to look for each person, what's the ideal for them? Some people have to avoid certain things because their body just doesn't digest it well. Okay, so we avoid those certain things, but you start with making those small changes and those small changes turn to big changes. And I, I, I use Cheetos because um, one of my clients said to me years ago, after working with us for like six months completely getting her health back and losing 60 pounds, feeling amazing. She said, you ruined Cheetos for me. And I'm like, <laughs> excuse me, what do you mean? She goes, I always knew they were bad for me. And I, but I go with my friends and we'd be sitting there and we'd munch on the Cheetos. And she said, when you started explaining to me the ingredients and what those ingredients were doing to my body, she said, I just couldn't even deal with it anymore. It was an easy no. Uh, you know, it's amazing. You're, you're talking about this, you know, it's a, I, there's an acronym that I've used before. Well, it's, it's common to use is it's called crap as it sounds bad, yes. but it's, it's caffeine, caffeine, you know, products and refined sugars and, you know, additives and processed food, right? which is basically, you know, all the bad stuff for your health <laughs> or preservative rather. So, so these yeah. are all the things that you cannot possibly have in your body, but, but you're right. I mean, unfortunately, um, a lot of the stuff that's out there today, it's it's really just not you know as clean uh, and and as 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 uh, simple in in its content. Right. I mean, to your point, the ingredients can be something you cannot pronounce. And I'm talking about like you know, it sounds more like a chemical than actually food. Right. Uh, <laughs> and some of them are chemicals, you know, especially with, with some Probably of the uh, glycol in your food. I mean, come on, that's antifreeze. Well, yeah, exactly. So there, there's some of that, and I don't want to go into. We'll ruin people's appetite today. <laughs> but, but, but certainly, you know, there's, there's more. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's funny. Today, I was, uh, you know, uh, I went to uh, one of the local supermarkets, and I was looking at this. Uh, so there's this chicken fillet, right? So they, they're all over the place now, and uh, so now they have this, this sauce that they sell. So I just grabbed the, the thing to read the back. I looked at that thing. It was like a whole bunch of stuff in there. And the first one that, that hit my, my eyes was like corn syrup. I'm like, okay. So, so we, ketchup, you know, all these things. Yeah, they're delicious. It's a part of culture. But when you look at them, it's salts, you know, uh, sodium and sugars. Um, I personally cut off sugar a long time ago. I don't use sugar at all. I mean, there's no such thing as sugar in my diet. I mean, I do take sweets every now and then, but for me, honey is my sugar, right? So I use honey, for example. Um, coffee, I, you know, people drink coffee with, you know, milk and sugar. I drink it just like, you know, straight up and obviously with moderation. Uh, tea, whatever. So so no, no more uh, sodas, for example. That's yeah. gone. I mean, uh, about 10 years ago, I had a kidney stone and that was not fun. <laughs> so so I'm like, okay, this is wake up call. You got to change yeah. your lifestyle. You know, and it's funny on the show, I tell things about myself, you know, because People sometimes like, ah, what do you know? I've been there too. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, ha I have, you know, some, you know, personal experiences that I know they're not fun and I would not want them uh, to be experienced by anybody else. Yeah. So, so, so doctor, just one more item uh, is, so the system is obviously sweet. What is the time frame that someone would, would go through from, from beginning to the end? I mean, obviously it varies, right? You know, everybody varies a lot. Yeah, yeah. Not the same for everyone. So what yeah. that looks like. I mean, I've seen people who are really dedicated yet major changes like reversing diabetes in two to three weeks, wow. literally. 
literally. Um, this was a 78 year old woman that had the, like, I think the fastest, like she went from her blood sugars being 160 to 200 down to, you know, 90 to hundred within two weeks. Okay. Wow. This can happen quickly. It depends on how dedicated you are, right? I've seen people drop off, you know, 20 pounds in a month and get their energy back. And I've seen people reverse thyroid disease. One lady was, um, she was on thyroid medication for like 50 years told she had Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroiditis. She went in and did some work to balance her blood sugars. And not only did she get her blood sugars under control and went from pre-diabetic to normal to ideal, but she reversed her Hashimoto's. She hasn't been on medication in like 11 years since she did that. She's in her seventies now. So, you know, I've seen it happen really quickly. And then I've seen people who are you know, they're based on some of their genetic factors, based on some of their, you know, their um, habits, right? And the difficulty with changing their habits take longer. So it could take a year or two. It depends on where you're starting from and where you're going to through and how dedicated. For me, from going from all of those problems to when I decided I was going to fast and I learned about fasting and then I was going to change my diet after the fast, it was like two months. And I was completely changed, completely changed. Haven't been on any medication since. I, the only time I ever took in a, any kind of medication in 30 years was about six years ago when I broke my arm and it displaced. And they had to do surgery to put it back on. Mm -hmm. And they had, I did a local anesthetic and I took two ibuprofens after that. That was it, right? That's my only medication in 35 years based and having been on all of that medication. And I feel wonderful. All the time. I don't do caffeine. I don't do sugar. I do real food. And I, you know, I'm exercising, lifting weights. Right. And that's, that's my life in my sixties. So had I looked back when I was in my twenties going, how's it going to be when I'm in my fifties? Oh, I'll be running marathons and triathlons. And how's it going to be in my sixties? Oh, I started a whole Institute and a new business. And what's it going to be like in my seventies? I don't know. I'm thinking about pole dancing. Who knows? <laughs> I love it. That's good. That's great. Well, you know, it's funny you said that, but but I have, like I mentioned earlier, that I, I do work with the senior markets, and and you know, I have been into senior parties, and I've 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 actually we've sponsored a lot of events over the years with seniors, and I've seen some real healthy, uh, active, uh, in shape seniors that looked much much younger than their age, and they were vibrant. They were energetic. I mean. They looked better than people in the 40s and the 50s, yeah. and and, mm -hmm. and and so and it's all about you know again how it's it's like how you treat your body right if you exactly. do it right and you work with it and you you it's it's really you it's what you put in right it's if you put bad stuff you're gonna get bad outcome you put good stuff you get good outcome right? and and I've seen it so there is no such thing as age as a limitation we make the limitations I think mm -hmm. uh, based on the choices we make yeah. and and I think that's that's really the the problem and sometimes we are just in denial because we don't think long term and that's the I think the other part is the perception that health is not going to be with you all the time yeah. health is only going to be with you if you maintain it if you yeah. not if you're not taking advantage of all the good stuff and just letting it be eventually you're you get to a point where there may be no return and and or it will be too too difficult to come back and, and therefore now you look tired it's hard to do and then you basically give up that's the other thing if you yeah. get to a point and you can't come back you know, then you start giving up and then that's it. Then you let go. And then once you let go, it's over. And then if you're not really going to have that, that commitment, things are going to be bad. I, I'm ex I've experienced this also with my mom. I mean, you know, she's older in age, but, but her diabetes, you know, it's, it's been controlled for over the years, but eventually it gets to the point where she stopped walking and exercising. Now it's harder for her to do anything. Oh, yeah. uh, even the walking, even the exercising, you know, so, so she gained more weight. So, so just, just because they got, get to a point where she was no longer doing the stuff that she was doing. And then ultimately it stopped and now her situation got worse. And now to come back, it's harder for her to even mm -hmm. make, so she gets started quicker. So she doesn't want to do more. And right. so now it's like a reverse, you know, reaction to this. And then it becomes a problem. Obviously we try to do some, some therapy and things like that and get her in certain diets and stuff to help her. But 
that can be to anyone. And, you know, whether you're younger or older in age, that problem can happen. Now, obviously, she's much older in age, but but even the young folks, you know, they, they think they're invincible. I There was a point I thought that was the case. <laughs> I think you you did too when you were, you know, in that age, you were like, cool, you're out there, you do your thing. But, but we all don't realize that your knees, your body, your stomach, everything is going to be, you know, used and abused over time. And unless you take right. good care of it, it's like uh, I give the analogy of a vehicle, brand new vehicle, if you maintain exactly. it. If you maintain it well, and it can last you for 40 years, it's still going to be running well. But if you abuse that thing and speed and bump it and left or right, don't do anything. No oil don't change, change the oil, right? Yeah. It's rusty. And then that's it. Yep. The car is, a, you know, it, it's worth nothing. It's the same concept. People may like, well, we're humans. We're not buddies. Well, we are actually, we have organs. That's that's like your mechanical stuff. <laughs> you exactly. Know? And, and, and they if you need don't specific take... things. If you don't give it to them, they uh, can't. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, again, it's evidence. It's the, the, the lifestyle, the choices, the food, yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. the environment that you set. And we choose those things. You know, yep. uh, we spend the money to buy things. We can use the same money to buy something different. Sometimes people also complain. Well, I can't afford these treatments. I can't afford this diet. It's too much. Organic food is expensive. Uh, you don't have to go expensive. You can still go cheap and, and still be able to, to provide a good diet and a provide yeah. us. Fasting is free. <laughs> uh, yeah. It actually saves you money, right? <laughs> you know, saves you, you lots, yes. <laughs> you don't have to eat outdoors. You just fast and then you get a nice little healthy meal and now you get all your nutrients. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I have a, a little background of martial arts and, um, you know, in one of the arts that I've learned and practiced, you know, there is these concepts where you don't have, we have been culturally designed to eat, <laughs> which is not necessarily the concept of, of really what the body, how the body works. You don't need to eat just because you want it. You have to eat because it's culturally, you have to have breakfast, you have to have lunch, yeah. a little snack and dinner. That's not necessarily the way the body works. That's just how the culture has grown over the years. Exactly over the, right. you know, Your body needs nutrients. When it needs food, it's going to tell you I need food and you're going to give it food, but it doesn't have to be four times a day and it'd have to be just extra. And that's the other part, I think, where the problem is. We all are conditioned to those formulas and we just eat, eat, eat because yeah. like I've seen this in cultures, like, you know, like our culture, like, you know, uh, you have literally four meals by default. <laughs> and and, yeah. and they have to be on a certain time and they have to be a full spread. I'm like, who said that? I mean, my body doesn't need to eat. I'm not going to have to eat just because the food is there. Just because it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, that, and that's what it is. So people have these conditions like we have at six o'clock, we have to have a little snack. We don't have to. I'm not hungry. Why would I have to have a snack? So now you force yourself, you eat this, that that extra calories that you need for the day. And now you're just like, what happened to this little pouch? It's just coming yeah, up. <laughs> <that> come up. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, so these are these are problems that we we can easily maneuver by by just being aware of things. And and we don't have to subscribe to a system just because it's there. You know, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Like what works for me. And that's, you know, for each one of you know, of us today, or you and I and anyone listening to the show, everybody's different, but you can make adjustments accordingly and, and you will be able to get, you know, to see a change. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you you have seen this. I mean, you've helped thousands, hundreds of thousands of people and the results are there. And, and to that, you know, from this platform, please check out, you know, the, 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 the actual institute and check out the website. It will be on the description. Uh, find out, you know, Rita Marie's, Dr. Rita Marie's, you know, formulas and system and see how you can help, you know, how she can help you guys and how you can help yourselves, you know, get better. It, there's nothing wrong with that. We all owe it to ourselves and to our health. And, uh, you know, I would say health is wealth. You know, if you have your health, you have everything. If you don't have your health, doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can buy some medicine, you can buy stuff, but it's not going to get you, you know, the healthy activities in life, you know, so, so, so we have to be aware of that. So doctor, um, the, the people can reach out to you or yep. to your, to your, to your, to your team. Uh, and basically they can register to the program. How does that work? Yeah. So I would say, you know, we do free webinars all the time. You can go to my website, drritamarie.com. You can go to my Facebook where every week I do a a free Facebook live talk on a health topic, no charge, no nothing. You can learn a lot that way. We have a group on Facebook called Unstoppable Health that you can just join and download, you know, and talk to other people who are doing similarly. 
Uh, and um, yeah, that's the best way to do it. And then as if you get, if you sign up for one of our free gifts, we'll get you on our mailing list and let you know when we're having our free webinars. Or if we are running a course, like we do a sweet spot uh, blood sugar balancing course, and then we have um, other courses, you know, for the digestion and all that. And you'll just find out about that if you just get into our little circle and community. Well, listen, we will put all that stuff on the description. So if you check Great. out the video and listen to it, you know, uh, on the on the channel, make sure you check the description, there will be a link to all these particular resources, click them, participate, know, learn, you're not going to lose anything. It's free. You know, as they say, if it's free, it's for me. So why not? Right? right. <laughs> uh, so so doctor, we actually are on the top of the hour here. So yeah. it, it's been fun. Uh, yeah, it's just tremendous, you know, uh, insights and great value that we have, as always here. Thank you, doctor, for for the time and for sharing with us your proposition and your services uh, and, and your knowledge and as well as your your personal you know, experience. Um, any last words? I would just say, I want to leave you with every choice matters. Every single choice that you make makes a difference as to whether your health goes in the direction you want it to go or goes down and you get to choose. And we probably get to choose way more times than I want to think about every day. Thousands of times a day, you have a choice. Make those choices count. And the choice is yours, right? <laughs> well, exactly ours rather. Right, right. So each of us, yes. There you have it. There is that. Those are wise words, and uh, you know they are applicable. They're real. Take them to the bank. Um, with that, thank Doctor, thank you for the time. It's been You're a pleasure, uh, folks. Thank you for watching on the iHealth channel. Listen on iHealth Radio. Hurricane H here. Ciao, ciao for now. We'll talk uh, tomorrow. New show, new guest, new topic. Bye now. <laughs>